dun, dun, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit awkward, you know, to start off without like music or something. You know, without like a dun, 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 or whatever, you know? Yeah, just walking right into yeah. it. All right. Hello, Andres. Hello, Hugo. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Watching the Movies, all 15 people that listen to this as we slowly build up this podcast. 15's a lot, Empire. man. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why every time. I don't know why. I don't know why it's, why it's happening now, as opposed to when I was trying. Because <laughs> that's what they like. They like the laid back feel. Yeah. You think like if I start asking people, uh, review us on iTunes or whatever, that just like ruined the mood. <laughs> Probably, right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, like they don't even know where to contact us. <laughs> <laughs> um, My phone number is five five five. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And Andres, you used to not care about movies, right? I still don't. (laughs) And now, now, yeah, I'm showing you movies. And I'm not a cinephile, but I have been accused of such horrible things. (laughs) And I've settled out of court to clear my name. Fantastic. That's that's a Norm MacDonald joke. Uh, uh, We're covering uh, Martin McDonough and his movies uh, as we do director series. Yeah, that's... That's 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 the gist of the podcast. Uh, so we did in Bruges, we did Seven Psychopaths, and now Andres. What movie are we watching today? Three billboards across. Outside. Outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> something with an E. Emming. Emming. Epping. 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 All right. You want to give that? No. A go. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. Three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. Keep a case in the public eye. The better your chances are getting it solved. You know, if you hadn't stopped coming to church, you'd have a little bit more understanding of people's feelings. All this anger, man. It just begets greater anger. In three, two, one. And as sad as the spectacle of these billboards might be. This reporter, for one, hopes this finally puts an end to the strange saga of the three billboards outside. This doesn't put an end to shit, you fucking retard. This is just a fucking start. Why don't you put that on your good morning, Missouri fucking wake up broadcast, bitch? This is the first uh, Martin McDonough movie we're covering. Where the trailer isn't horrible. Yeah, this is not the first Martin McDonald movie we're covering. What do you mean? I thought, I thought that's what you were saying at first. <laughs> this is not a, yeah, this is the first movie we're covering. Um, yeah, so spoilers, of course. There we go. Uh, this is written and directed by Martin McDonough, of course. Uh, it stars Frances McDormand. You know who that is, right? The main, the main woman. What's she in? Have you ever seen Fargo? No. Is that the Fargo League? Like yeah. the lady? Yeah. The main Fargo lady? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Fargo. Um, What else is she in? She must, uh, Almost Famous? Have you seen Almost no, Famous? No. Never even heard of it. Um, I'm sure she did the vo- uh, voice. Oh, no, she- never heard of her. <laughs> uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. Um, uh, uh, as, you know, he was in uh, Seven Psychopaths. As a uh, psychopath? As a psychopath. And of course, from his uh, movie this year that he's going to get an Oscar for, uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, so that's 
That's his main thing, right? That's, <laughs> that's what he's known for. Uh, Sam Rockwell, of course, again, coming back from Seven Psychopaths. Uh, Lucas Hedges, who's the son. And, we, of course, we've seen him in, you know. That one boat movie. Manchester by the That's sea. what it's Manchester called. That's the boat movie. Isn't that one of your favorite movies? Yep. <laughs> I just it was just it was a brain fart. I couldn't I couldn't yeah. remember it. <laughs> this is uh, a year after uh that, that came out. So he's still playing teenagers. How old and is he? He looks a little right old. Right now he's uh, I think he's maybe two years older than me. Interesting. Uh right now he looks old. And he looks older than Timothy Chalamet. Even though I think Timothy Chalamet is older than him. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and Caleb Laundry Jones, who is also in Get Out. He's the advertising guy in this one, and he's the brother in Get Out. I don't, I don't remember him don't in Get remember? Out at all. No? You know, he's the one that playing, playing the ukulele, the ukulele, and then he's all like, hey, do you wrestle, you know? Like, with your genetic code, you'd be a fucking beast. I remember him looking way different then. I remember I, I remember that that line. Yeah. But I'm, I'm picturing, like, a douchey-looking douchey, douchey guy saying it. Well, I mean, he had a mustache, I think, in that movie. I think that's... Is that enough to make yeah. him look douchey? His facial hair is know. pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I also have in parentheses, because it's not starring them. They have very small roles. And that is Samara Weaving. Who uh, was in Ready or Not? The main girl in Ready or Not? Yeah, and yeah. This, yeah, you recognize her? Yeah, yeah. I, I, because I saw this before Ready or Not. Um, no idea, no idea. She was in this. I call her Discount Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> not because she's like less attractive or less talented, but like if you want Margot Robbie in your movie, and you can't afford it, you get her <laughs> instead. <laughs> and Catherine Newton. Uh, who plays the daughter who gets raped and killed. Is that for one scene? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) She's in uh, Detective Pokemon and Freaky. Oh, that's who that is. I looked at her and I was like, she looks familiar. I don't know from where, but I think I've seen her. Yeah. And she's the same age as Samara Weaving, I think. Except one of them is playing, still playing teenagers. And the other one is playing grown woman getting married. So. Huh. (laughs) Uh, I mean, teenagers can get married. Man, but she's not. She's like, what how old is she supposed to be in right now? I don't know. How old are they? They're in their thirties like, or something. They, they could be in their twenties. Late twenties. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So this premiered at the Venice Film Festival. You know Venice, right? No, is that a real place? No. No. All right. <laughs> it's it's in Belgium. No. It's, <laughs> it's it's in Italy. It has all the boats and the the gondolas and shit. Yeah, yeah, that sounds made up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oldest film festival in the world. It premiered there on September 4th, 2017. It came out in the U.S. on November 10th, 2017. On a budget of 12 to $15 million, it grossed $160 million, which is a lot of money. And it's the, excuse me, it's the most money any of Martin McDonough's movies has grossed because the last two... This grows like more than twice with the last two girls combined. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 90%, so it's also his most uh, successful critically. And it has an audience score of 87%. At the 90th Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Picture, 
Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor for Sam Rockwell, Best Supporting Actor for Woody Harrelson, Best Original Screenplay, Best Film Editing, and Best Original Score. How many did it win? It won for Best Actress for Frances McDormand, and it won for Best Supporting Actor for Sam Rockwell. So just two. What got Best Picture that year? Uh oh yeah I have the I have the list of nominees right here. And then am I, I going to uh, guess? Yeah. I, I think it'll be pretty obvious. Once I say the name, you'll be like, yeah, that one won. Uh The Post, which is with Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep. Uh Phantom Thread, with Daniel Day-Lewis, Lady Bird, uh Get Out, Dunkirk, Darkest Hour, Call Me by Your Name, and The Shape of Water. Okay. I mean, I don't know though. Like I I think I might prefer this with a one. Really, to the shape of water. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I like the We're, shape of water well, a lot. We man. talked about the shape of water recently. We have, and I oh. think it's amazing. Yeah, it's uh uh yeah. So that's 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 that was to give you context. I was All also right. going to write down the performances that were nominated. I think I could still name them, even though I I scratched them out. <laughs> you want me to read the other? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So in the lead actress category, the other uh, nominees were. Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, which I know you haven't seen. Nope. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse? Sour Shoes Ronan for Lady <laughs> Bird. Um, uh, Meryl St- and Meryl Streep for The Post. Also, I haven't seen. So the only one you've seen there is Shape of Water and Lady Bird, right? Yeah. And the supporting actor ones, I think it was Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project. Or oh, uh, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water. And um, I can't remember who else. Someone else. Uh, yeah. So that's that's that, those are the nominees of that year. Uh, so I, I usually ask you, have you heard about this movie before? But I know for a fact that you have heard about this movie before because I because told you, you recommended about it. it to me. Hell yeah! <laughs> and and I didn't watch it. <laughs> didn't recommended it to you a long time ago. Yeah, you did. Uh, so I'll just go into how the first time I watched this, uh, uh, I went into it not knowing it was from the guy who made him Bruges. Uh, I had a movie pass. This was back when it was good. Back when it was $10 a month. And you could see a movie a day, right? All right. So I watched Lady Bird and then I watched this on the same weekend. Um, and I came out of it and I was like, huh, interesting. Um... And uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, I think I liked it, but I was also conflicted about it. Huh. Uh, and I'll get into it right, in a right. little bit, but uh, let's just talk about your expectations for this. Uh, not just from my recommendation from three years ago, <laughs> but also um, from after watching In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. So what were your expectations? So I do remember you recommending this movie to me. Yeah. And I did remember like watching the trailer. Yeah. So I already knew not to expect in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths type of silliness. Right. Like it's you were expecting a more serious. Movie, yeah, much yeah. more serious, and I, it 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 is much more <laughs> it serious. Is much more serious. Yeah. And you know, even though it is much more serious, it still has some jokes and it still has some very witty dialogue here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But none of the jokes ever made me laugh. And I th- <laughs> think it's because they're not funny. Right. I think it's just because the tone is so low it's so depressing it's so serious the whole time even when they're making jokes i feel like it's it'd be inappropriate to laugh at that moment are you yeah really yeah i, mean, I find this movie 
I remember it being funnier. <laughs> but I think at the theater, I would laugh. I was laughing a lot. You know. Yeah. Like when he goes, I wasn't asking. I wasn't saying you. I wasn't calling you an idiot. I was asking if you was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was the only one you laughed at. I didn't laugh. <laughs> I liked it though. Uh, yeah. So. I'm I'm assuming you like this movie. <laughs> I, I like this movie. You liked it a lot, quite a lot. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Go on. I I I I I think I love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more than In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. I think oh, really? this is his best movie. Interesting. That's I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, you know, because I feel like straight off the bat, since it's a more serious type movie, some people are like easily willing to like be like, oh, those are more of jokes yeah but you know a movie doesn't have to like be a serious tone movie to be a masterpiece it no. just happens to be that his masterpiece it's, is his most serious. serious movie yeah um uh i will i will say this is he, he said that he wrote this as a reaction to his last two movies because the last two movies were male dominated so he wanted to write a female centric movie so how do you feel about the differences between the sort of the gender stuff and the first two and the gender stuff in this one. Yeah, you know, there like there's that line in Seven Psychopaths where he's like, "You're you, you can't write women; they're <laughs> awful." Yeah. <laughs> but over here, her his woman character is fantastic. She's badass. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. probably his most complex character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, I mean, in Seven Psychopaths, he just his most prominent female character. I was just getting called a bitch the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh yeah, so you liked it. Uh let's talk about the controversy. You're cancelled, I should say. I should mention you're cancelled. For liking it? For liking this movie. Whoop. You're done. All right. You're, get out of here. <sighs> get out of here. What did I do wrong? <laughs> you like the movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> um let me talk about the controversy. All right, yeah. First. So uh it came up at a time when it it was more of a backlash than w- during the award season. So when movies go for the Oscars, whether or not people know about it, there's always backlash to front runners. And for a while, this was the front runner. At the very least, it was a co-front runner with The Shape of Water. And there was like, what's going to win? The Shape of Water or this? It was between these two. So e- every movie has a backlash, like La La Land, you know? Alalan got called racist. This movie got called racist. This movie got you. called racist. And I think maybe it's a little bit more founded than La La Land. <laughs> La La Land is just a guy about wanting to start a jazz club. And then they called it a white savior movie. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you guys understood that movie. Uh, anyways, yes, yeah, so that's what happens when you when the, when movies run for the Oscars. Interesting. It happened this past year with uh, Nomadland, also starring Francis McDormand. Where it got called Amazon um, propaganda because she works at Amazon. Even though she's a poor woman that lives out of a van. They're like, this is making Amazon look good because their workers shit in a bucket. You know? (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's the nature of that. Uh, So the the main thing that came out of this is from Sam Rockwell's character. Um, Can you guess why that is? Because he's an awful person? Yeah. Because he's a racist? Because yeah. he tortured a black guy? Yeah. And then he gets redeemed at the end. I mean, you know, not for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but that that was still of like, how dare you? 
I guess. Redeem <laughs> this guy. Um, that was something I did think about, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, I think they just missed the theme. It just kind of went over their heads. But the, the other part was there's two black characters in this, uh, but they're supporting characters. And they're like, why is it talking about race if it's all white people? And uh, now I think I, I, I'm able to say, well, this isn't talking about race. This isn't about racism. This movie isn't about racism. Yeah. Let's start off with that. Um, it's not. It's yeah. about other stuff. It's about forgiveness and all that jazz. It's about the know? police. It's about the police. Uh, ACAB. ACAB. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's that. Also, like these portrays per- portray some cops as good people. A lot of that. Also, some of the racial slurs. I got compared a lot to Crash, which I know you haven't seen. Have you heard of it though? I don't think so. It beat Brokeback Mountain for the Best Picture win, and it's about race. Um, and I saw it recently, not in preparation for this, but just because I was watching Best Picture winners. And uh, it's not like that movie at all. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that movie is pretty, it's heavy handed uh, and it's really bad. Like it's really poorly written. Huh. <laughs> as ludicrous as in it, by the first of all, all right. which is already an interesting choice. And he has a line, he's talking to his friend, right? They're both black. Uh, I don't think I have to explain that ludicrous is black. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're like, they're in a white neighborhood and they're like, look at all these white people scared of us. Eh? And we should be the ones scared. Why aren't we scared? And then the other guy goes, because we got guns. And Ludacris goes, oh, shit, you right. And then they take out their guns and then they rob Sandra Bullock, you know? And that's, huh, that's, okay. And that is word for word dialogue from that movie. All right. All right. All right. And this movie gets called Terrible. It gets called, I've seen people call it the worst movie they've ever seen. And I go, oh, word. how many movies have you seen like five um yeah so that's that's the controversy surrounding this a lot of quote-unquote film critics who spend too much time on the internet and who haven't seen that many movies complaining about this movie there we go interesting all right let's let's see how much i edit down (laughs) keep that all in Um, there yeah so now that that's out of the way what did you have a favorite scene um, you know, I think it might be when uh when when Willie Willie Harrelson's character goes up to her and he's like There's something else, Mildred. I got cancer. I'm dying. I know it. Huh? I know it. Most everybody in town knows it. You still put up those billboards. Well, they wouldn't be as effective after you croak, right? Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's cool and all. I'm going to keep them up. <laughs> That's great, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, that scene is like the first interaction they have in the movie, right? Yeah. And it's very intimate. Like you can tell they don't hate each other. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. Which is great, which is why I love it. But it also kind of sets her up. 
what's her character's name? She has like a really old Mildred. tiny Mildred. That's Mildred. it. <laughs> really sets up Mildred as as this badass type character. Like I'm gonna do what I need to do to get this done. Yeah, which is great. I love her. And Woody Harrelson is way more empathetic. Like he's all like, "I'll do anything to catch your daughter's killer," but this just we can't do much right now. Yeah, like he he explains the situation. Do you agree with that? With what she was saying that they should take the blood of every man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, no. <laughs> he, he explained how how you can't this. do that, but but I get where she's coming from. Yeah. I understand why she's so hurt, why yeah. she wants something this serious to be done. And I feel like Willie Helson's character understands it too. That's why he's not just totally yeah. dismissing her. He's there listening, hearing her out, you know? And in the beginning, he's very, he's like actually trying at least to do something with yeah. that case. But then he eventually just gives up. <laughs> I also think it's that he gives up, you know, like cases go cold sometimes yeah. and there's not much you can do in that situation. You just got yeah. to even been... explains it. Sometimes you just have to wait for the clue to kind of hit you. Like yeah. maybe guys will be talking in the bar. And he only has a few months to live. So it's not yeah, like, you yeah, know, it's he, not like he can't can just dedicate the rest of his life. I have a favorite scene. Which one's yours? <laughs> and I showed you, I showed it to you uh, back three years ago. I don't know if you remember this. Is it the window scene? It's the and it touches the soldier. What the hell's going on? He heeds his master's voice. His life is calm. Where are you going, boy? It's the window scene. No, no, dude. Dun, 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 I do remember dun, 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 you showing me that. Dun, 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 that is not my favorite scene. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's in one shot. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so man. good. But, but oh my God, the feeling it gives me inside, my heart like drops during it. It's not, it's not my favorite for that. <laughs> Did you remember that I showed you that scene while you were watching it? No. No? <laughs> You're like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> goes in Uh, so bad (laughs) yeah watching that for the first time i was like what's happening is he gonna what's he gonna do yeah dude yeah you had no idea where that was going until i guess it could have gotten worse i thought it was gonna go worse (laughs) i didn't think he was gonna stop yeah by the way i was in the theater right and there was this woman next to me and she had this giant cell phone it was like a note (laughs) and it was on full brightness and she was texting someone and then like that scene came up and then she got distracted by the movie and she just left the, the phone screen on and it was just horrible. <laughs> okay, it, was, it was bugging the shit out of me. Uh, and I, I was almost going to be like, hey, turn your phone turn off. Your phone off. And yeah. I was like, nah, she's like 60. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Great scene, man. That song. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it talking about? The Bible? Something. I don't know. I listen to the song a lot. I have no idea what it's saying. I can't understand <laughs> a single lyric in that. Nice. That's a, that's the midpoint of the movie. The turning point. That's the point where he can't go back. Yeah. Because he, he's dead. He killed himself. Woody Harrelson killed himself. Were you expecting Woody Harrelson to kill himself? Not, not at all. Not at all. Were you sad when he killed himself? Yeah. I really liked his character. That's not how I wanted him to go. No? 
But you know, man. He was his character was great the way he left everyone personal letters. Yeah. Yeah, man. Even yeah. I like he he's the one who fixed everything. He brought everyone together with those letters. Yeah. He was the magical Santa character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I also like one of the scenes after that is when the wife brings a letter to Mildred and then she's mad at her, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, but you you read the letter. You read why he killed himself. Yeah. You know not... that the Billsbirds had nothing to yeah. do with it. What are you mad? <laughs> I get where she's coming from, you know, like that was my husband. Yeah. You you did this to him even though she didn't, like Yeah. Like, you know, you still dragged his name through the mud on his last moments here, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Uh I, I do have a structure here. I've I've brought back the structure. Do you right. want me to go through it? Yeah, absolutely. Go. Let's talk about the writing. That's the first thing. You know why I did the writing? Why the writing was always first? Why? It's because I knew that's what Jasmine was more familiar with. So I don't know if that's, you know, are you more familiar with writing than anything? I'm not a writer. But you did take a creative writing class. Yeah, yeah. And you did take an acting class. You took many. You took. You were in theater for four years, weren't you? Doesn't mean <laughs> I recognize good writing. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's the second thing. Maybe I should do acting first, yeah, because you're an actor. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not. I don't recognize good acting either. <laughs> you're an acting. Oh, man, you've taken more acting classes than, than I have. Yeah, right but now. mine were just all for fun. I went in there, had a laugh. And then once the actual day of the play came around, I didn't, I still didn't take it serious. Yeah, you were just trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that at all, but. Um,. Yeah, let's talk about the writing then. Uh, the plot. That's all I have in my mind right now. <laughs> the plot. The plot? The plot. The plot's intense. You know? It's a, a, a crime. Goes unsolved. Angry mother trying to rile up the police to do something about it. Yeah. And it's good. Uh, do you understand the character motivations? Like who's like Mildred's? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I understand. What, I understand why Mildred's doing everything she's doing and why she's acting the way she's doing, even though I don't necessarily forgive her actions all the time. Yeah. Why do you think that is? You want to explain a little bit? Why do I think? That she's which acting, part? Yeah. The way she's acting? Yeah. Because something horrible happened, happened to yeah, her. Yeah, but there's also another thing going on, right? Which part? Because like, in, the, in the flashback, they're like arguing with each other. That was like the last conversation. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then what does she say at the end? <laughs> she she blames herself because her daughter wanted to borrow the car yeah, and she didn't let her borrow it because she was gonna go out drinking yeah and then the daughter's I mean, like i hope i get, I hope I get raped uh, on the way walking she's and like she goes, i hope you get raped too <laughs> that's the scene people uh hate in this movie because of how on the nose it is i mean you know nah, I, don't, I don't hate it <laughs> no I, I think in that scene too they also establish that that's just how they talk to each other. Yeah, that was a dy- dynamic. Yeah. They were yeah, they would yell at each other like that. Yeah, but you know they didn't. I don't, I don't think they meant it. Because he just calls her a cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, there's and, no cunt. And then, <laughs> why are you moving? Yeah. <laughs> and then he even has a line like right after the saying like it was a joke or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. A, just a gag. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> so like, yeah, they all talk to each other like that, but like it's clear that they're all. 
you know, just it's in a loving way. Yeah. Even though like the dad says that he claimed that the daughter was going to move out because he couldn't handle She couldn't handle the way they were talking to each other anymore. But we don't know if that's true or not. Well, the son says, yeah. Right? Does he? I thought he said, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But then she's like, yeah, you do. You know, yeah. But then he doesn't reply. Well, the, <laughs> the, the daughter does in the flashback, she says, because uh, Francis McDormand goes, he, he was beating me or whatever, right? And she's like, well, we've only ever heard your side of the story. Yeah. So There's a good chance, that. you know, the dad was like saying stuff. He's obviously abusive. Like we Absolutely. See. We see <laughs> him flip the table and the like, table grab like grab her. her by the neck. Yeah. And then the son had no hesitation defending He's her. got a knife. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was also that almost made me laugh. <laughs> the, the knife? <laughs> no, when when his girlfriend comes oh. in and she's like, I need to use oh, the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> I could see this is a bad time. Sorry, guys. And he's just like, it's the first door you're left. She's yeah. like, no, no, I'm fine. Just go pee already. <laughs> um, why would you be with him? If, like, <laughs> if you saw him do that, why are you still with him? Yeah, you know that's that's like a clear indication. Like, yeah, yeah this guy might not be that good. No, not no. just the fact that you know he's much older than you that's that should probably already be a red flag but you know that happens in real life all the time yeah she's 19 she's 19 she doesn't look 19 i i, I don't know she's, she does have like a younger looking face where mm. i where i can see her passing as it you know speaking of, of margot robbie so margot robbie was 23 in the wolf of wall street right? right and i told jasmine that and she's like she looks a lot older and i said hey there's this theory that margot robbie is lying about her age and that she's actually 10 years older <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's just because samara weaving looks like margot robbie so like, but she know? doesn't look like she's lying about her age i think how old is she i think like 28 yeah like i believe that uh but yeah i, th- I think she's got that thing i think margot Rob- robbie does look older more mature yeah more I, think mature. That, I think samara weaving has that as well just by just by looking like just her. Just by looking like her. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What about uh, Dick Jason? Jason Dixon. That's his name, Officer Dixon. What about his? Uh, did you did you find him likable as a character? Absolutely not for such a long time. And then you know he has a little redemption arc, and then I was kind of rooting for him a little bit because because yeah. he, he he turns a lot of it around yeah he's he's probably still a racist <laughs> probably who isn't these days but but you know we, we do get the part where we see that it's because of his mom you know you know is so she, she's that, she's definitely racist i know but like he's all like there, there's that scene when they're in the interrogation room she's like how's the blank torturing going he's like it's persons of color torturing these days already hilarious right? but then he's all like why are you saying that stuff my mama watches that channel and then she's like, oh, she doesn't know about the torturing. He's like, no, she doesn't prove that kind of thing. You know? Yeah, he's just defending her. I think. Because the mama... It's, yeah, because the mama... At one point, I remember what she says. But the, she's like... Uh, think, can we get rid of the black guy? And then like? she's like, I think she should never change the way they did or something like that. Oh, the South is changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, she's, she is clearly she's a racist. Clearly racist. <laughs> oh, speaking of the mom, you know who she is? No. Have you ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the moms, uh, uh, one of the characters in that show. Also kind of like a white trash interesting. character. I think they just see her and they're like, white trash playing mom. white trash mom. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, I mean the slurs. They're still, they're still slurs. Slurs are used. 
both black slurs and some for uh, yeah. for the, gay the, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about Mildred using all that? The slurs? Yeah. I don't feel like Mildred's a bad person when she uses her slurs because she's clearly trying to rile people up. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, she only said, I thought she said the N word more. She just says it that she one time. She just says it yeah. that one time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's just trying to get she's, to, yeah. to Dixon. Yeah. I mean, they show, they show that she's friends with black people. Her boss is the black person and, yeah. and they hang out like yeah. they're friends. Yeah. yeah. You think, uh, do you think she's a gentle person? Gentle? Yeah. No. You don't think she's gentle? No. <laughs> they they show her in the beginning when she's in the advertising place and she's all like, you know, getting the stuff for the billboards and there's a little bug, little beetle on the window and then she pushes it up like that. <laughs> you know? and that's to show that she's a gentle No. So no I Because you know, she's talking to this guy and she's using this very stern and serious voice. Yeah, that's she, that's the person she is. She's stern but gentle, you know. Uh, you know, because when Woody Harrelson coughs up blood. Oh, you know what? Okay, yeah, <laughs> that that part was was such a such a trip, man. Because yeah. <laughs> they're all they're in the interrogation room. I thought they were gonna get angry at each other, and I thought he was spitting at her at first. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I realized what's happening, like I felt so bad, like oh my god, oh god, yeah. She's like, it's okay, baby. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that. She's still a caring mom after all. Is what She's you're trying still to tell me? Caring mom. Yeah, I mean, she cares for her son you know there's that right before the dad comes in she like flings flings uh christmas cereal yeah <laughs> yeah uh what's that rice krispies yeah. rice krispies at him uh he's just like you <laughs> he calls his mom a cunt a lot <laughs> um yeah and then the dad's freaking out why does he have rice krispies he calls hand. him fruit loop boy does he not fruit know his boy? cereals well, he was eating Fruit Loops. Is that why he called him Fruit Loop Boy? Maybe Martin McDonough got confused. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I got confused then. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he does call him Fruit Loop yeah. Boy. I thought he was saying that because of the cereal on his hair. And I thought he just got the, the cereal wrong out of him. Um, well, let's talk about the themes. You're, I know you're not great at analysis. Right. And I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> I'm insulting. But like, what do you think the the main theme here, the central theme here? You know, it's probably about about uh, holding on to that anger. Yeah. And what it does to you. Yeah. And to just let it go and move on. Right? Let it go, yeah. Yeah. And that you should meet anger with, with compassion. With compassion, yeah. With yeah. Compassion and kindness. Yeah, you know, Lee Harrelson's character even told him like, if you want to be a good detective, yeah, to, you gotta to start. Yeah. What's he telling? Love. You gotta use love. You gotta use love. Yeah. He's like, you're going to be a great detective while well, he's reading it and he doesn't notice. There's a fire. fucking fire right there. That's great, dude. I think that's hilarious because that's a callback to the, there's a scene, there's a scene earlier. When he's listening to Chiquita. When he's listening to Chiquita. Yeah. Abba, he's just dancing in, yeah. the, in the background. You can see the Everyone's freaking crying. out. Everyone's <laughs> crying. Oh, that's such a, and then he's just like, what's going on here, yeah. guys? He's such a goofy guy. <laughs> yeah, and in the, the scene of the fire, he's like sitting on a desk and he looks like a child with his feet just yeah. swinging. Yeah. He's got the brain of a child, you know? Kind of a racist child. <laughs> yeah, man. The mom says, you were six years in the police academy, which takes a year or two <laughs> at most. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anger begets anger. They say that. They do say that. Yeah. 
And they're like, Penelope said, be it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Characters are so witty. I love them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter Dinklage. Is, I didn't say his name in the cast. Peter, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage is in this. this. Yeah. Um, what's his name? McDonald? Martin, the writer? Martin, the director? Martin McDonough? Yeah. Old McDonald? He's little he people. really likes dwarfs, huh? He likes little people. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's, got, he's got a thing for him. Yeah. Well, you know. Good, good roles, you know, for them. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he he uses them in in nice ways. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, he's into Mildred. He's into Mildred. He's into Mildred, and Mildred comes home. That was that was like for the most part everything Mildred does. I'm rooting for her, except for that part. That part was so mean, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, why why you gotta throw him down like that for? <laughs> I he like, didn't force you to do nothing. He wasn't even like, hey, if you don't go on this date with me, I'll I'm gonna let the these cops, cops know. Yeah. He just straight up asked you out for dinner. Yeah. Why you gotta be mean kind of an it? awkward situation to ask for dinner. Yeah. But <laughs> at least they had established before that we already knew he liked her though. Yeah. Oh, and then she immediately goes home and tells her son. That was that was my uh, second favorite scene. Oh yeah. Is with the priest. Because yes. it does the exact same thing the first scene does. Where it establishes what a badass Mildred is. <laughs> how she just wouldn't tell everyone what they need. What she needs to do to get her stuff done. And the priest is just left there. <laughs> Can't say anything. She's talking about Crips and Bloods and <laughs> and how they molest. Yeah, children. dude. <laughs> and the priest just stays there. Can't 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 even defend himself. Yeah, just yeah. he's just like, all right, all right, all right. That was great. That was another really good one. Uh, uh another scene, she just kicks the the teenagers in the crotch. <laughs> <sighs> was that too far? maybe maybe but also they're, they're they're kids like okay the first person right she they, she asks a question he's obviously the one that threw it right yeah he says i don't know boom the second one why would you be like i don't know you'd be like oh he did it he did it yeah yeah don't, don't, don't hit me <laughs> <laughs> the women the women hurt when you hit them in the crotch yes probably not as much as guys but, no, but, but they, they hurt, hurt. they hurt. i mean it is getting hit isn't you're it? still getting hit yeah but everything's in inside. a sensitive area. It's still a sensitive area. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They don't got balls, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Anger begets anger. She read it in a bookmark. Which is in the book she was reading. About polio. Polio. polo. Uh, I like her. I think she's sweet. Let's just go into the performances right away. Uh Samara Weaving plays like a really strong, independent woman in Ready or Not. And she plays a great bimbo in this one. Yeah. <laughs> she really made me believe she was an idiot, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But a lovable idiot. A lovable idiot. I hope um, she gets out of that relationship. Yeah. She's too young to be in it. Absolutely. That um, guy is... That guy... Could be her father. And he beats women. And he beats women. Like, come on. We do... <laughs> Uh, uh, Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell won Oscars for this. Do you think they deserve their Oscars for this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is Sam Rockwell's first Oscar. This is Francis McDormand's second Oscar. The first one was for Fargo. And the third one was for No Man Land. So she has. Nice. She, she has four Oscars because she produced No Man Land. Nice. Yeah. So you're saying to watch No Man Land? Oh yeah, you know what I was thinking? I'll talk about it at the end. 
right. Sounds good. I'll, I'll wait for <laughs> yeah. it. Um, anyways, uh, the performance, yeah, they deserve. Uh, what's your favorite performance? How about that? It's, My it's, favorite? That. Yeah. Um, I think for me, probably Sam. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I think so. Do you know why he keeps playing idiots? Because cause he has a bit of a goofy face, so it yeah. fits him really well. <laughs> Don't you feel bad for people like that? No, because I think he, he enjoys it. Oh, I feel yeah. like he's the type of guy that is more than happy to have these sillier roles. Yeah. I mean, he won an Oscar for this. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this one's an interesting one, too, because it is a, a goofy. Not, is he a goofy guy? He's pretty goofy. Yeah. But like, when I hear goofy, I'm thinking more cartoony. He's pretty cartoony, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. All right, go on. But he's also like a bad person. (laughs) But he's also kind of badass. He's kind of smart. Like he's goofy, but he's smart. The way he planned ahead on how to get that guy at the bar. Yeah. He just straight up goes for the scratch so he can have the DNA right then and there. Mm -hmm. He knew like... At first, I thought he was going to scratch him up. So when they make a report, he'd be like, look for the guy with the scratches. But no, he just got the DNA right out himself. That was great. He goes outside to look at the license plate. Yeah, Yeah. he went. Yeah, he's a smart guy. So he is a good detective, you know? After after Willie Helson told him that, that's all he needed to do. He needed Mm -hmm. that that nice confidence. He needed that push to be like, I'm going to I'm going to make him. It's a shame he's not going to be a good detective because he got fired. Because he got fired. (laughs) Um, He's probably going to be in jail. We don't know. Nah, I mean, if, if he was going to be in jail, so. he would have been in jail. Right? No, dude, the movie him. ends like with them to... driving off to kill someone. Well, they, we don't know if they kill someone, right? Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but they might. They might. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I like that scene a lot where the the black commissioner, what is it, chief? Yeah, he's a new chief. Yeah, he comes in and he's all like, I'm the new chief. And then Simon Uncle's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and he calls them cracker motherfuckers. And he's and like, they, isn't that racist? Isn't that racist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great. At this the has a lot of jokes and they're very funny. <laughs> but I, I, I still didn't laugh because I thought it'd be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, there's a little Forrest Gump in Sam Rockwell? Where he's a little special, but he does his best? <laughs> or or what? I think in the performance. just in the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, he's a little bit special. <laughs> I, I I think I see I see what you yeah. mean, yeah, in the performance. Yeah, especially when you know Mildred comes in, she's like, "Hey, fuck kid," right? He goes, "What?" <laughs> um, yeah, and then he's all like, "You do not call an officer of the law a, pr- a fucking prick in his station, or anywhere for that matter." She's like, "What? Your mama's been coaching you?" He's <laughs> like, "No, my m- m- mama doesn't do that." I think that was Forrest Gump. Okay, right okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe just the way he says "mama," you know. Maybe that's a Southern thing. Maybe I'm being racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's not a racial issue. It's uh... a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the southern uh, the southern accents. They all they all went to the accent coach. Oh, they all sound really they good. Sound really good. You know, it's all natural. The guy. The I don't know what he is. He's at the front desk. You know, he's the Canadian in Bruges. Oh, and he's okay, the, okay. He's the. Uh, Are they best friends? Why is he everywhere? Yeah, I think I think he was in one of his plays or something. 
they're just uh, close friends then that's nice that's cute and he looks so old in this yeah (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even know that was him (laughs) like he looks it's not like he looked young young and in bruges but he looked he looks like young younger significantly younger than this and he i mean maybe it's the glasses and he has like gray hair now and he looks like a wrinkled up i'm not gonna insult him (laughs) 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 he looks really wrinkled though yeah um does Francis McDormand have a southern accent in this? Does she? I feel it's, like not really. Yeah, I know. Is it her subtle? character doesn't like stick out the way the everyone else does. Stick mm-hmm. out. Maybe it does stick out because she's not like everyone else, I guess. And Woody Harrelson is doing an accent that he's just he's he's from the south. So they there you go. <laughs> there you go. And he's married to like a British lady or something? Yeah, from? that was weird. She had a British accent, and I was always like, and first of all, I didn't remember she had a British accent. <laughs> but I was like, why? What is she doing here? <laughs> she yeah. should be like a southern, you know, <laughs> uh, sort of like a fancy southern person, though, you know. Yeah. Um. What other performances are in this? Oh, Caleb Laundry Jones, the advertising guy, also He's doing good. It. Yeah. Uh, he's interesting because he just came up in the last few years and I don't know I don't know what his backstory I don't know why he started acting it sort of seemed like he came out of nowhere and just started acting and then people started giving him jobs isn't that how most jobs work <laughs> you you get the job and then you start doing it I like know, you right? don't <laughs> I know but it's just so interesting and he's giving great performances like he's great in Get Out great in this he's great in the florida project he's in the florida project which you haven't seen i have not seen uh yeah just you know he's got an interesting face very distinct pale redhead sam rackle is actually southern too i think but not this southern anyway is that all is that all the performances all the important ones oh lucas hedges let's talk about them what do you think about his performance in this he's good are you sure why is it not good <laughs> i, Should I say he's bad I don't think he's special like everyone no, else. I think he's kind of weak in this. Oh, I I don't know. I I didn't I didn't like think of him as like oh my god he's ruining things. No, but I was especially because I like him in Manchester and I think he gives a very strong performance. Yeah, in yeah, it's definitely not. No, but I think that might just be because of the role. Maybe I don't know. There's that one scene. He's when not in, as important. There's that one scene when they're in, in their car, and then he's all like, uh. Talking about how, oh, look, the billboards. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm depressed enough as it is. And I don't know. Something about those line readings. Is just, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see what you mean. Because yeah. we have seen how he can perform a very, like, hurt character before. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't deliver that same here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I will say, very realistic when she reaches out for him and he just goes... Yeah. You ever done that to your mom? No, of course not. I'm a good kid. <laughs> then he gets home and just slams the door. Okay, yeah. And she's standing there like... Yeah, oh, very sad. Yeah. Like, oh, what am I doing? Losing Maybe both she... her kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that, is that all the performances, right? That's all the performances? Yeah. Uh, uh, I have here cinematography. Things look cool. Yes. Um, would you say this is his most visually interesting movie I think I think I like the way in Bruce looks more yeah. and I think that has more to do with the setting not necessarily like hammer angles and stuff because I think 
I think in terms of that, all three movies have Are felt very, very similar. Yeah. I think even the colors, though, in Imbruge, I think are very... I don't know. I just like the more contrasty, like yellow and, and darkness. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Ooh, you know, and this, it's like it's seven psychopaths. We talked about how it's saturated mm-hmm. and this is the colors are kind of flat, you know? Yeah. 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 I wonder why. What does that mean? Because, you know, they can't make them super bright. This is a super bright story, the way Seven Psychopaths is. It's not so, this yeah. goofy, fun little <laughs> it's, tale. It's also not in Hollywood, right? Which it's also not in Hollywood. It's in the South. It's Missouri. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that's... that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I also have here music. There was, there was a lot of cool music, with a lot of like country-ish type things. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. It was, it was uh, nominated for original score. Uh, what do you think about the score? There was a specific scene where I noticed how cool the music was. I wish I could remember which one it was because I was thinking like, all right, here's one. I'm going to specifically talk about it so we'll stop being like, I know you don't pay attention to the score. <laughs> but it's gone. I, oh. <laughs> it's not that I don't pay attention to the score. It's just that score is probably the least memorable thing for me because it's gone. I don't, I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember what scene I was thinking of. Let me see. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. It might be. I know. I think I remember now when it happens. I think it's when when the billboards are on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I. Because the maybe. soundtrack is really cool. I'll see. And then like as she starts putting things out and the fire extinguisher is running out, like the music kind of like shifts and it becomes this like more mellow, sad type thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, and and speaking of uh, her performance, she's like rushing and then. Like I said, she's like, there's no point in doing that. And then she just like yells and she's like crying. And yeah. Because that's the last part of her daughter, I guess. It's the last hope. Right. Of finding. Of finding her daughter. Her daughter, some peace, some vengeance. I don't know. Justice. 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 That's that's yeah. what she's looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could see that because she's like puts flowers. I guess it's like her version of uh, what's that thing that you have for like a dead person? With like their pictures and you put flowers. Yeah, What's that little, called? Little, um, like a memorial? Something like that. So that's like her version of that for her daughter. Yeah. And then she sees the deer. Yeah. And she's like, are you her? You Whatever. Can't, can't you're cute, me. but you can't be her. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. First of all, I thought that when I first saw that, I was pretty sure that was a CGI deer. Because it looked a little off, doesn't it? No, I don't remember him looking yeah. off. Maybe it's just me. I think, I think, and then watching it again. This is the third time I watched it. I'm like, I don't think that's CGI. I don't think but, that's there, though. No, it's not there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I see what they did now. They they recorded that somewhere. Yeah. Copy. Yeah. Paste it into it. Okay. Into yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Here's for the score, though. Here's the. Why are you getting your. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's an advertisement. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that part in the movie was really good, actually. Which one? That advertisement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, this sets a real nice mood. Yeah. And it's the same guy who did the score for Embruge and mm. for um, um, Seven Psychopaths as well. Nice. Which, uh, I mean, I, know, I didn't notice him in Seven Psychopaths. But, you know, he ended up getting an Oscar nomination. Yeah, for, for yeah it was real good. Yeah, very well deserved. 
uh it's very yeah it's a lot of guitars yeah it sounds like just a country rock band right yeah yeah i definitely see that i guess it's because it's southern yeah it fits, they, it fits the yeah. setting well because they're racist <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh I wanted, I wanted to ask you a question and i forgot yes or no or true or yes or no whatever is ebbing missouri a real place true or false true or yes. false it's not a real place. Yes, it is. <laughs> it absolutely, one hundred percent is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I have editing here. I sh- I sent you some videos about video editing. About oh, that's editing. right, you did. Did you watch them? No, you sent them when I was at work, and I was like, I'll re- I'll remember those. And you did. I did not remember those. Uh, did you notice any editing in this? Um. 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 No. Maybe. I feel like I noticed the deer not being there. That's editing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's part of it. You know. Yeah, I got that. Engrossing. That was good stuff right yeah. there. I noticed that camera trick they did, which was cool, was when uh, Sam Rockles in the hospital with his bandages. And then we get that first person view. And now the camera has bandages, too. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, that's another. That was, that was sick. That was sick. <laughs> that good, seems good an- job. Another example of forgiveness. Yeah, dude, yeah, that oh my god, my heart broke. Because he forgives, he gives him orange juice. <laughs> that that was great though. You really see what a nice character he is, and that San Rockwell's actually like I'm sorry about. Yeah, he he yeah. you can tell he felt really bad. Like oh my yeah. god, this guy. And then they have a joke. What was the joke? Stop crying. You're salt bad for your tears. I mean, the, the the salt will ruin your wounds. He's like, I thought salt was good for my wounds. Would I look like a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah that was a very nice that moment. was a good yeah. scene uh oh yeah also sam rockwell when he goes outside and he's smoking a cigarette to look at the license plate when he turns on the lighter he goes a little bit because he's because he has ptsd probably <laughs> <laughs> to be fair the fire is really big, big for the lighter. For lighter you don't need yeah. that big for no. a cigarette um yeah there's so that yeah any more editing stuff um I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's pretty good. Nice. For nice. someone that doesn't know anything about editing. Hell yeah. Not that I know a lot about editing. <laughs> uh, but I just noticed when, when it cuts to like a different angle. Do you notice that? Different angles? Yeah. When yeah. it like cuts to a different angle and yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> you know, I mean, that took me a while to notice. Took me a few thousand movies. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how many movies I've seen. Uh uh yeah do you have anything you want to mention um are we at the bottom of the list we're at the bottom of the list yeah all right um i don't know oh i forgot to tell you i've told you how in bruges was written and how seven psychopaths was written i forgot to tell you about the inspiration martin mcdonough had for this so he was in the southern state and he doesn't remember which one just one of them <laughs> that why he's made he made it up yeah um and he was in like a bus and he saw these three billboards that had something similar on it and then from there he started imagining like what? who put that up and he's like what if it's a mom mm. about her daughter and that's that's where that's the story came from and he wrote it in five weeks um, wow in comparison suicide squad was written in six weeks <laughs> <laughs> and that gave us such amazing lines like so that's it huh <laughs> we some kind of suicide squad so writers should really rush more 
Yeah. Five weeks is the cuff. Anything yeah. more, and and we get trashed. What exactly, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I understand. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you have anything, Ted? I don't think so. All right. This this was fantastic. I think it might be my favorite movie of that year. I think it might beat Ladybird. Shape of Water. I don't know. I thought Ladybird was Ladybird my favorite. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I like the Shape of Water more than Ladybird for sure. Yeah. It's Ladybird for me, and I have a list. This is also on my top ten somewhere in there. This might be my top one of that year. Interesting, yeah. So you think this should have won Best Picture over Shape of Water? Maybe. I, I don't know. Shape of Water has these really cool colors and stuff that I like, though. It's all mm-hmm. dark and blue. It's I a hard think, one. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, uh, like, I know people, uh, people made it to seem like Shape of Water was the progressive choice over Three Billboards. Because bestiality is progressive we're, we're should move in that direction what's going on here? i have no idea <laughs> what's, what's progressive about the shape of water uh well it criticizes america American you know this criticizes um the police force yeah i know right yeah not enough though <laughs> um, i thought that was, i i was honestly pretty surprised yeah how much uh shit she was giving the cops oh yeah and, and her friend's like yeah you fucked them up yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, one more thing about Crash. The central theme in Crash is that everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> that's that's the okay. theme in Crash. We yeah. should watch that at some point. It's not good. <laughs> I watched most of it at twice speed just to get it over. Interesting. <laughs> uh, we'll do bad Oscar winners one day. I was thinking about just doing Best Picture winners. All for of them? A bit, for a bit. Not all of them. Just the noticeable. Not noticeable. Just like, I maybe noticeable. Like how Crash won. That's a noticeable thing, right? Like how that Yeah, one? that one's always considered like... We'll do that. Worse. We'll talk about how Green Book is boring. What else is interesting? Green Book is... Good. It is boring. You know what? I'll say Green Book is... is boring. Is That's why I'm, I'm saying it for you. Don't worry. I'm saying it for you. <laughs> Green Book is so much better than Crash. Like at least it's confidently made. <laughs> <laughs> and like the performances are good in Green Book. Uh, uh, fair enough. Um, but Green Book is the exact same story, right? We're all a little bit racist. I haven't seen Green Book. I don't think so. <laughs> I, agree. I think it's more like... You know, if you become friends, you'll stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think the 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 crash comparisons were unfounded for this, and I think uh, people are a little too sensitive. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's PC gone mad. Um, Do you think they're not gonna kill the guy? Because that well, kind of I mean, defeats the, the whole purpose yeah, yeah. of letting go of that hatred. Yeah. Well, right? they're both not sure, you know, so they're still like. Nobody's perfect. No one's perfect. So they're like, well, you know, maybe, maybe not. But they probably won't because they've been through, they've just been through all the stuff that told them not to be angry anymore. I think. Even if it's justified, you know. I think, you know, Mildred knows killing a random rapist isn't going to make her feel better. No, That's no, not no. what she wants. No. And neither is fucking 19 year olds, you know. But he knows but that. But he knows that. <laughs> then such, why are you doing it? <laughs> such a weird thing, dude. I don't know, man. Um, Can you imagine losing your daughter and your your next step is to date someone the same age as your daughter? Like, what? Can I imagine having daughter issues like that, you know? <laughs> like, father issues. That's so weird. That's so weird. Uh, so how would you uh, rate this? It's a 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, masterpiece. Mwah fantastic film um, you know not a single issue with it you know what's been bugging me i was watching a video it was a guy doing a voiceover and then he goes Mwah, chef's kiss 
I'm like, why did you say chef's kiss after doing it? So they knew what noise he was making. That's like laughing and then, and then saying, saying LOL. LOL. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, LOL. 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 Uh, yeah, so that's... that's. Uh, uh, how would you rank his movies? Number one. This one Is right this here. One, yeah. Three billboards. Number two in Bruges. And then three, three, seven psychopaths. The worst movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) I still enjoy it. I just, I I just think it's his least um, remarkable one. Because it's still good. I still have fun with it, and I would probably watch it again. Yeah. But it's not as profound. Yeah, yeah. There's not like both in Bruges and this one have like you know another special meaning to them. You know. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting you to like it this much. <laughs> really? Did you think Imbruge was going to be my favorite? I thought Imbruge was going to be your favorite, yeah. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, you know. Yeah, Imbruge is a little funnier, so I got to give it to that. <laughs> no, I was thinking, <laughs> I just think you weren't going to like this that much. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. If, do you think Jasmine would like this? I don't know what Jasmine likes as when it comes to movies. Well, she doesn't watch anything, as as I found out. Most of the movies we watch for the podcast... She wasn't really paying attention. To <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jasmine likes movies. No. I mean, that was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to get her to like them. Yeah. And it didn't work after a year and a half of doing it. Uh, yeah. 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 I like this movie a lot. Would you buy it on Blu-ray? Absolutely. Oh, I would yeah. put it at my top shelf where I have the top shelf movies at. All right. All the, all right. All the high quality stuff. So you heard it right here. You're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that should be fun. <laughs> luckily we don't have twitter oh wait you do have twitter i do have a twitter but you're not but gonna tell you i don't do nothing on there so <laughs> uh, i don't have followers so yeah. it's whatever so next are we doing adam mckay which one was adam mckay uh it'd be uh talladega nights the big short and vice that's right um do you want to do that do you want to do something else do you want to do uh what was the second option you, you, paul thomas anderson and what did he do he did he would do boogie nights Punch Trunk Love. I have the Blu-ray of Punch Trunk Love right there. Um, and uh, what was it? Uh, The Master with Joaquin Phoenix. That's right. Both I remember both of them had movies I wanted to watch. Uh, let's do let's do the, the Big Short Guy first. Big though. Short Guy? Yeah. All right. Let's see. I think we probably have to do two again because I have a feeling that Talladega Nights. You've seen Talladega Nights? I think so. Have you seen Step Brothers? Yeah. Have you seen... Uh, what's the other one that they did? Anchorman? No, I never seen Anchorman. Well, whichever one we end up doing, we'll probably talk about it for maybe twenty minutes because it's it's just a comedy, you know. Yeah. We cover serious, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. We cover. Uh, I was thinking about this. You know, there's this YouTuber called Amanda the Jedi. Yeah. And I, I always make fun of that in my head. You make fun of her? Yeah. Why? I've never seen a video. But just that name, I can imagine <laughs> what she talks about. And I'm like, you know, we don't do stuff like that. We don't do nerd shit. You know, we cover. I was gonna, uh, and I, I always think like real movies. We cover real movies, not your Star Wars or your Marvels. Uh, but right. we we cover adult dramas, so we're like the the opposite of something like that. And that's why, like, we have. I mean, it's kind of very niche to talk about adult dramas. There's not a lot of people like. Going like, ooh, what's the next <laughs> Martin McDonough movie gonna be about? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do uh, Adam McKay. He has Don't Look Up coming up next month at Christmas, and we'll be we won't talk about that. I think because we don't talk about new movies. Uh, so that's that. 
uh yeah that 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 is that yeah i gotta come up with a more natural ending all right <laughs> thanks for listening good night love you guys